Imagine being able to travel to any point in time. Where would you go? And what would you do? You could witness some of the greatest moments in history. That's gotta be Kane! Break it down! guys tell that that was me and not actually the song no i couldn't no, i no. thought i was still going yeah i was, I was no, thinking was of me. an intro i was playing the guitar with my mouth <laughs> and stuff we, we were just talking about the last intro for the episode where we were singing sexy boy and tom actually texted me after listening to it and he's like i don't remember doing that but it was awesome yeah, like, yeah. and i hope to God that people don't think that like we spend much time planning this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, we literally just say to each other, we go, hey, how you doing? Good. You ready to yeah. start this thing? We, we don't even discuss the episode we're going to talk about. We just hit play. Yeah, so I, so I, I felt like that was so well played but on our part that it's had to have seemed contrived. But we totally, like Robert just started singing and obviously I had to sing the backup and... It was well, perfect. You're, you're there for me, which yeah, I appreciate. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna encourage anything you want to sing about. Yeah, even like the good night, God bless. It just rolls off. You finish it. It, it it's called fucking chemistry, guys. Yeah, God, look it up. So, what do you think, Rob? I like this rock. You like this rock? I did. Yeah, we're building up to the in your house, which has been announced. It's called um, Mind Games. Mind Games. Whoa. I like the I like the title. They're really appropriately like subtly hint. Like these titles are subtle, except for the international incident because it was like in a different country. Sure. So it was kind of obvious. Like the Beware of Dogs, little subtle because British Bulldog had the title shot. This one's Mind Games, and Mankind has the title shot. So, so it's, it's, a little, it's, it's playing, playing off of HBK, right? It's well, just saying like HBK, like match. international incident. Like, hey, HBK, beware of dog, mm-hmm. aka bulldog. Now it's like mind games, mankind. So it's in games. HBK's house, is what you're thinking? It is in your house, which is Shawn Michaels' house. Wow, it's probably a cool house, though. Uh, yeah, he probably has several maids that he frequents. Yeah, different wallpaper in every room, just like his pants. I'm a big fan of the zebra room because I like those tights. Yeah, I think he probably has all of his rooms are themed, different probably animals or yeah. sexual. All oh, rape rooms, and I know you yeah. want to say I'm a big rape guy, but let's talk about Sean. Michael yeah, well, maybe he's uh, maybe he's a raper. I can't say, but um, time will tell. Allegedly, alleged raper. He had the best lawyer, Clarence Mason. He didn't have Clarence Mason. Did he have Clarence? No, he God. No one would win a case with him. I mean, <laughs> the, the more we see him, the more I'm like, this guy is not a lawyer at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a manager yeah. of wrestlers. Yes. Little did we know. He actually is. The person who is Clarence Thomas is an actual lawyer. Wait, are we being legit? Le- legitimately. I looked him up because I'm like, what did this guy do? Because when he came in and he started like, now he's managing Crush and he wants to manage... Uh, Owen Harp or whoever, British Bulldog. He, I was like, well, does this guy do anything? Because I don't remember him a couple years later. And he was an, a legitimate lawyer. He's Maybe a legitimate he was lawyer. a WWE lawyer when they were going against the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> and he's like, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's then like, they fired. He's like, what do you mean we're fucked? He's like, you hired me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a wrestling man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he is an actual lawyer. He's I like don't the, know how he got point, or the court appointed lawyer where you're like, <laughs> do you can you can you afford an attorney? And they're like, no. They're like, well, Clarence Mason. Right. He uh, he's it's between Ross right now. I guess he <laughs> could represent you. Um, so yeah, I think he. I, I think I looked up. He's like around for another year maybe, and then he goes and does something maybe either in WCW or ECW for a year, and then he's he hasn't been in wrestling since like 2001. But he he is an actual lawyer. Interesting. And I think he like works out of. Works out of somewhere in Florida or Atlanta or something. Is he like one of those, like, hurt in a car wreck? He might call be, Clarence Mason. He might be better call Saul. Like, yeah. That might be him. Mesothelioma? Call Keller Clarence to Keller. Mason. Well. <laughs> Bad forehead tattoo? Yeah, he'll bring you into wrestling. Dude, um, so I'm just going to throw a little, I don't know, I guess it's kind of a spoiler and it's going to get us off topic, but we got a request from a fan to record a special unrelated episode which I believe we're going to do. And I watched it already because I was super excited about this because oh, I'm all did? about the fans. I'm here for the fans. 
Yeah. And I want to do what makes them happy because without yeah. the fans, um, we're just two guys talking to each other. They reached out to us uh, on IG and Instagram. And you know what? Like, hit us up on Instagram. That's probably, like, the best way for us to interact with our audiences. And I always, like, I never really liked, like, bigger platforms or even, like, podcasts that don't have much following. So it's just, like, I, I love interacting with people already. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I already like like interacting with our fans. Like I like to comment on people's stuff and I'm never not I'm busy as shit. Um, but I'm never not too busy to like we usually respond within a day. Yeah. You of know, course. whether I wake up, I'll respond I to mean, somebody. Robert texted me this request, I didn't see it, he texted it to me. Dude, should we do it? I watched it like ten minutes later. I was pumped about it. People wanna see us do reviews or comments on other old wrestling, uh, I'm I'm here for it. And I just got to say a little teaser for it. Crushes in the WWF in 1992, which is when this request was made. Damn, has he changed, man. He so wait, has, Crush is in this episode? Yeah, he's in this episode in 1992, okay? And, and when he comes in in 96, Vince McMahon mentioned this isn't like Crush that we've seen before. And I thought like, okay, he's changed a little. He, oh my God. Is he like when Bray Wyatt started out at like... Um... I don't remember early Bray Wyatt, but it's worse than that. Like <laughs> like, if, like Bray Wyatt to The Fiend was a transition. This... No, no, no. But I mean like early Bray Wyatt, I think he was in um, that Nexus group. Right. I think, it could be that, was... that drastic of a change. But it's, it's, this change doesn't seem related to a character that he's okay. trying to play. It okay. seems like he's just life went really bad. Well, let's get through these, and maybe if we're not completely blitzed at the end of this, we'll watch that and do a do a fan. I'm ready for then. it, dude. I've took I've taken more notes yeah. than I mean, we could even believe. Send it to us if you guys want us to recap. I would I, think, I would prefer something before. Right, I would say we, we won't do jump we gun. won't do anything we're gonna get to naturally. Yeah, but if you have specific, I think specific. Anything from before 96 or anything. Or even just a match. Or just a match yeah. or anything WCW, ECW, anything we can get content for and watch. We'll worst, worst we could say is no, which, I mean, Shawn Michaels doesn't believe in that. But the worst we could say is no. Right, which we won't. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to that fan, though. I forget his name's Nick something. Well, I'll look it up on IG right now. But guys, yeah, hit us up on IG. Like We'll, we'll interact with you guys. Right, and it's pretty fun for us. Yeah, and I'm I, any excuse to watch more wrestling, I'm here for. So um, we'll give the people what they want. Yeah, we're we're the people's podcast. We're kind of like you know how the Rock was the people's champion. Yeah, we're Nick, the Rock of wrestling podcast. Nick Opelowski, something Polish. We'll say Nick something Polish. You know what? He's from he's from Michigan as well. Not that we live in Michigan, but we live in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in the, in the middle. He's from New Haven, which is by north of Detroit. I don't know about New Haven. I know about Grand Haven. I know about South Haven. I don't want to give this guy's complete location. No, we're South Haven and like Grand Haven is more it's west, 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 coast, southwest. Yeah. But I think New Haven is like by. I think Canada. that's Connecticut. <laughs> it's Connecticut. Yeah, New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, my sister lives there. Oh, okay. Then never mind. This guy's from Connecticut. So, yeah, I mean, maybe if we got time, we'll, we'll review that. But just let us know what you guys want to hear, and uh, we'll do it. But other than that, we'll uh, try to keep on to this awesome 1996 timeline. You know what today is, by the way? What's that? Today is the um, the anniversary of SummerSlam 1997. Okay. And that, if you don't remember, is when Stone Cold got a broken freaking neck. Oh, was it? Was it SummerSlam 97? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I rewatched, well, there was a a gif on a loop of Owen Hart doing the pile driver. Mm, mm. Terrible. Dude. Yeah. Dude. I, I don't, I've seen it, but I, I can't I, recall dude, it. Yeah, but when you watch yeah. it over and over, like, dude, his... His chin is at his asshole. Like, there's no right. way he was not going I, to get injured. What's crazy to me this. is that that Stone Cold wrestles regularly for two more years after that. It's it's when it's you know it's not till uh, fall '99 when he takes some time off for neck surgery and all that. But I do also have this is my first time doing this. Robert's done it a few times. I need to make a correction to a couple things I said last episode or two. 
Uh, a. I, I was just watching that. I'll show it to you. <laughs> Owen Hart dies at Over the Edge 98, not King oh, of the Ring 98. Good. And I said Philadelphia yeah, said was the son, city of big, big shoulders, which is stupid. That's Chicago, which is where I'm from originally, so that's embarrassing. Um, but we, we drink a lot when we do this. We do. You guys get right. completely it sounded accountable. Good. No. Yeah. It's um, or call us out. Well, I mean, we're not married to any ideas. We talk a lot of shit. That's yeah, just the way. It yeah. Is, man. So I apologize. I'll try to get yeah, over it. Yeah, but you for this you episode. were wrong about that because I, I think you said ninety seven when it was. 98. No, I said King of the Ring ninety eight, but it was, was ninety nine. It right? was it was actually Over the Edge ninety eight, which was the pay per view after King of the Ring ninety eight. Hmm. Which is a very coincidental name for when he falls yeah. off of the edge of the thing. Yeah. But also, hold on, because I know, I know that you mentioned there was a bloodstain the whole time, but didn't yes. they have a hardcore match that the match before his? Um, was that they, they may have, that? but but that wasn't. You can okay. see the spot where, like, if you watch the Dark Side of the Ring, you can see the spot where he fell. Okay, and it's pretty, it's pretty clear. Okay, I was watching an a uh, an interview with somebody that sat in the front row during that, Ooh. and he was watching it. And from what I gathered, it seems like Owen, when he fell, he stood back up. What? So he wasn't dead. In, okay, granted. Maybe it was since, a bounce? Since. Okay. I smoked a joint before I watched this and I was eating cereal. So I don't know exactly what, kind of cereal? what I'm talking about. Um, I would I would like to plug a good cereal, but like. I kind of take the healthier option. I do the Special K protein, mm. and I add some strawberries to it. Mm. It's not really a good cereal, but it's more of just like a filler for me. I work out at night, oh. and I'm always like, especially you guys, you're really learning, weed, learning a lot starving. about Robert today, and I'm, yeah. I'm glad you, you're getting a little window into what I get to see every day. So yeah, um, it makes pretty, you appreciate pretty him fucking more. weird. Yeah. <laughs> now you realize why I'm a Mark Merrill fan. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. so, and and I can't wait. We got to get talk in, about let's this get, match. Yeah, let's get like into this first match so that we can me. get to the Mark Miro match because I've got a big surprise. Teaser. Oh yeah, the surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, there was uh, the first match is Psycho Sid and Triple H, right? Yes, um, and this is the first round. I, yeah, I'm going to talk real quick. Um, the, this is season four, episode um, thirty four, and the beginning of this is a black and white. Promo for Shawn Michaels and Goldust, which will be the main event. Do you remember this promo at all? Yeah, um, it actually was cool. It was cool, yeah. but the beginning, I was thrown off because it was like, they were hyping Shawn Michaels so much, and it was just like, a hero in a locker room full of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, he's he's got charisma. Courage, and I was just like, "Did Shawn Michaels write this promo?" <laughs> but then for I was surprised how they sold Goldust because but, they yes, sold him agree. actually well. I yes. was it wasn't like the weirdest dude ever, and he sucks. It was like they mentioned the bizarreness, right. but, but they're but then, like, "Yeah, they say the best in ring talent." Right, right. And they're like, "Yeah, he's he's a great in ring talent," and where he excels is in the psychological warfare, which is very accurate. He's yeah. getting in everybody's head. Mind games, kind of like him. Him and the Undertaker have a match. Yeah. That could be big. Um, but I thought that they made Goldust look like a legitimate threat to Shawn Michaels. Correct. And I, I like yeah. that. I appreciate it. The beginning that. of this promo, I'm like, oh, my God. Go away. But then when I saw that, when they pan over to Goldust, and it's just like, can the gold be on? Like, I forget how they ended it. But it was like, can Goldust hold the gold? Right, right. At the end, like, question mark. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly the quote. But it was a good, like, end. I'm like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. It's, I know he's not going to, let's be honest. Right. I mean, it's but a Raw. It, made me it is a special like, Raw. We should mention this is a Friday night Raw. So I'm guessing there was something on Monday that pre- preempted it, so they had to reschedule. So this yeah. is this is the Friday after the last Raw we watched. Yeah. So it's like almost, or is it, is it a week and a half later? No, I believe it's yeah. the next Friday. So either they had a special episode, I don't know what, it, but, but it is a special but episode, so sure that's these, why they're doing this title match. Aren't these the Raw we just covered? This Friday mm. and the next Raw, are they all filmed in the same arena? Yeah, I think so. Because I'm pretty sure I still see that kid with the Trix t-shirt yeah, on. Yeah, Do you know who Sweet I'm talking t-shirt. about? That's why I was hoping you were eating Trix for your cereal. No, no but I'll plug the kid yeah, and yeah. Trix. Tricks are for kids, guys, so yes. adults stop eating that shit. All right, so we're going to start um, this episode off with Triple H, which we haven't seen in a while. 
And he actually, it comes out when it says his name, it says H.H. Helmsley. Yeah, so, so we're getting, getting closer close, to that Triple closer H. Closer to Triple H, right? H, now we're Double H Helmsley. And he's coming out with, a, you know, a lady, as he does. Yes, her and, name is Kimberly. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the hottest girl we've I'll seen with Triple H. I disagree because I like the last one. You like the last, like the, the, last the Southern one. Belle? Yeah, I really liked her. She, I really liked this sweetheart. one. For 96, she's at 10 in 2021. Well, I don't disagree, but so um, in '96 she had been like a right, a, but the a, other chick, the Southern girl, was a 12. So, well, you go off of a 12 scale. Yeah. I go off of a 10. Yeah. Oh, sorry. see, that's the difference. People are learning about you as yes. well. Yeah, Tom always rates of off of the scale of 12. So, if he does a food review, a 10 is a good score. A 10 is great, still yeah. like a but it's plus. yeah, it's not a 12. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they do mention as 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 he's coming out, and this is something we haven't seen. It's kind of been ha- happening on on house shows or or special shows that they've been doing that hasn't been raw. But I guess Triple H has been fighting in wrestling, but not so much on raw and pay per views. But when he comes out, he'll he'll be in a match, and Mister Perfect just steals the girl that he brings out. Yeah, which I think have we even seen this. We haven't seen it yet. It's always like behind the scenes, and now they're right. showing. So obviously, there's going to be beef there. They're promoting this. Yeah, and and so I, I mean, I guess that's letting you know that it probably is going to happen here. <laughs> right. And the match starts. Um, uh, obviously, Psycho Sid comes out. Ramen noodle hair, very wet in general. <laughs> uh, and the match goes. I, you know, it, it's fairly fairly even for the most part. Uh, they make a few comments on how. You know, obviously, Triple H shouldn't be matching strength with Psycho Sid. Yeah. Let us mention that this is the first round of the tournament. So we're back in the the tournament for the Intercontinental Championship. And we had Owen Hart uh, advance to the first round. By um, beating British Bulldog. And I think that's it, right? That's all we've seen so far. That's all we've seen. Mm -hmm. So um, this is actually a heel and heel. Well, no. This it's is like heel, heel and face. It's heel, heel and face. face, yeah. Yeah. Um, although it's weird because with this whole Mr. Perfect thing, it's almost like they're right. Triple I agree, H but Triple H kind of doesn't have a stable. He has. Right. He's a heel, but he doesn't really have anyone to back him up. You Not know what yet. I mean? He's like Not a lone yet. wolf. Not yet. He's almost like the king. This is of the pain. only time he's ever been a lone wolf. I know. Really, <laughs> it really has. Um. Yeah, so there's a cool spot in this match uh, where Psycho Sid does a one-handed choke slam, which, I mean, he's evolving, right? And after this, uh, Triple H is on the ground, and as to what you were saying, Mr. Perfect comes out. Yeah, he walks right up to... I'm like, how's he... Big cock block <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Mr. Perfect. He just walks up, and basically, in my mind, I'm just like, he's just going to say, you don't want this loser, let's go. And basically, that's what happens. And she, like, kind of, like, oh, I shouldn't go, I should stay with him. And he just whispers something to her. Yeah. And I don't wonder what it was. I don't know. He goes, I'm wearing an orange polo with a blazer over it. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sold. Yes. Oh, okay. And she <laughs> she leaves with it. And, and the match continues. Uh, Psycho Sid gets the dub. Yeah, he does a powerbomb. One, two, three. Uh, and then Mr. Steal Yo Girl. Yeah. Mr. Perfect. Yeah, and I... It's Mr. Steel Girl. <laughs> Triple H sees him, like, in the distance and goes after them, chasing him away, but... Well, yeah, he's got a powerbomb from Psycho Sid, so he's confused, and he's yeah. looking for Kimberly, and it's like, what the hell happened? Have we... I'm trying to think, have we even seen Triple H get a win? Um, I don't recall. He may have won early, early but when he we definitely lost. This. He definitely lost to Jake the Snake. He definitely lost to uh, Shawn Michaels. Well, yeah. we've seen pedigrees, though, right? Yeah, we have. So we he have had, he had uh, I, but I can't recall if he's actually won or something Agreed. changed. But that would have been early. Like we haven't seen him on Raw in, in several no. episodes. Yeah, he's so, been doing it. Looks like house shows, right. but like, like we said, it's forty-five minutes. You gotta, you gotta. Mm-hmm. He's not really right. Hard I, I, I think, I think backstage here, he could be facing some backlash for, um, for uh, Razor Ramon and Diesel leaving. Because so if if you guys don't know, but it was the click they t- they talk about right now. Shawn Michaels fans are the click, but really the click was Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Razor Ramon, and Diesel, and they were these guys, and they would actually do, they would actually like help book the shows. Like they were saying basically telling Vince McMahon, hey, this should happen, this should happen, this should happen. Then uh, when WCW approached Razor Ramon and Ke- Kevin Nash, uh, Diesel about 
leaving and going to WCW, this kind of all broke up. They realized this was going to happen. They got more money from WCW, less dates that they had to work. And then um, on their last show, it was kind of like a break of character, a break of kayfabe, if you will. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and uh, Diesel and, and Razor Ramon all came together in the ring afterwards and like shook hands out of respect. Yeah, and that was like, they always that say good. that that was like the moment kayfabe broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like fans were there and then they were just like, what the fuck just happened? Right, right. And and yeah. I mean, back then, that, that and that seemed... was like, I don't know if you said this, that was a cage match, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so, in my mind, I'm, I, and I haven't looked this up or don't know 100%, but it seems like he's catching heat from Vince and management for being part of the clique and being involved in that. Where Sean's too big to catch the heat right now, Triple H wasn't sure. quite there yet. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, after this, we have an Ahmed segment, which is... Um, they're basically talking about Ahmed's injury. So they pan off, and it's talking about Ahmed, and he's like, you know, I believe in God. God has a plan for everybody. If he didn't want me in the WWF, he would send me a sign. I'm like, well, this is pretty much a sign, right? <laughs> Close. Your first match with Farouk, you get a He wasn't kick. even a match. I know. Um, but then we have like a doctor that's explaining the injured um, kidney. And it's like this generic doctor. And he has like this like diagram of a kidney. And he's just holding it up and he goes, Ahmed's kidney was busted. And that's it. <laughs> But he looks like he's like this guy's clearly not a doctor. He almost looks like Clarence Mason's cousin. It's like or something. it's like uh, I don't know if you've he's seen, Clarence if you've Mason seen like the, the video of uh, <laughs> Mike Tyson after a fight. Like he wins and he gets interviewed. And was like, that when he, he, he broke goes, to his back? Like, My back is broken. And he's they're like, like, "Oh, what, what do you mean? Like a vertebrae goes like, spinal, spinal, <laughs> spinal." <laughs> That's basically what this doctor was yeah, saying. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what he's saying. And then it's like, it pans back to Ahmed Johnson. He's talking about, like, if he comes back, you know, yada, yada. But then they keep going back to this doctor. He's like, it's serious. And then it's just like a promo for him. He's like, yeah, you know, the, the Lord will give me strength. And it pans back to the doctor. He's like, spinal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like holding the, the they, I mean, they, they show this Ahmed Johnson, like, the clips about him and him talking, like, a lot over the, the several weeks since his injury. So, I mean, they're, they're trying to keep him relevant, obviously. Yeah. It does seem like he's going to be back. and and But it's not 100% still, but they're hopeful that it's by the end of the year. So he's going to miss a, yeah. a significant amount of time. Yeah, I'm just – I'm a big what-if guy at this point because Ahmed was – he's a good wrestler. Yeah, he was and, on a run, you know. Man. But but you got to think too, like down the line. Like, but this is like I know his promos kind of sucked, but right. like having him interviewed about like his personal stuff, like isn't bad. No, no, you know, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. I think it's. I mean, I think he's new at it, and so like just talking to a person or a camera is different than being out in front of thousands of people and talking. Yeah. So it's. More I mean, his character to... basically is himself. Right. Right. Like Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Actually believes yeah. this role that right. he has got. Right. Now, <laughs> Johnson's not anything like. Crazy. He is himself. That's the character right now, and it, it, it right. works. Um, but, yeah, you got to feel for him, and, and you hope things get better. We'll see how or when he comes back. Um, but I am pumped for this tournament. So Yeah, speaking of tournament, we finally have another first round. Right. And, and this, it is your guess. Yes. Versus my guess. Yes. How, you have Stone Cold Steve Austin. Of course. I have the wild man. Roll up to Mark Roll up, King Marrow. <laughs> and um, you should mention too. Not only is this match just them two. So may I, please? Yes, please. So we didn't watch this together, right? No. But this is what I was looking for most, right? You think Stone Cold's going to win this tournament? I think Mark Marrow, right? Right. And it's the first round, right? What are the odds of that? Not only that. What do we have in common? You have Stone Cold, I have Mark Mero, right? Rivals. Right. But what do we both love? Brian Pillman. Brian fucking Pillman. Pillman. And he comes out on commentary yes. for this match? Yes. Dude, I almost called you when I was watching <laughs> I texted. I definitely like, texted you about it. And and I was pumped. And so and I, we had talked about last match. I'm like, oh, maybe Brian Pillman's going to come out. Because we know that Brian Pillman and Stone Cold feud here soon is. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, he, he's going to come out. And but we it. know that they were they were in the Hollywood Blondes together. Yes. They have some history. Mm-hmm. And 
So, I mean, either way, we know how hilarious Brian Pillman is on commentary from the one time he did commentary. Yes. So so we're excited just for that. But even if this has nothing to do with the match. But I'm very hopeful here. Okay, this is going to be uh, the start of the next round. Yeah, and Brian Pillman comes out and... He says that he's got big news. Yeah, he's going to break some news. So yeah, he's, he's and in it's regarding about news. Bret Hart. You know, yeah. he was with the um, the what is it, the Hart Dungeon? Yeah. So yeah. So Brian Pillman kind of made his bones in in the in the Hart Dungeon. He trained with the Hearts, getting into wrestling. So he knows the Hearts. He knows Owen. He knows Brett. He knows the whole family. Uh, and he's you know, and they've been teasing Bret Hart coming back lately. And he says. That he has news about Bret Hart's return. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Bret Hart, face, right? Uh, he has to be coming back. Uh, sure. Owen Hart, heel, right? Correct. But Owen Hart just faced British Bulldog. Mm-hmm. And there was some beef at the end with Sonny. Right. Sonny was saying that Owen Hart was the better man. Right. We know Bret Hart has some sunny days ahead. Does right. Sonny maybe turn face? Oh my God, maybe. I really I'm looking can't way see down that the line. Right. I don't I mean, see it either. Right. But she's there has a good to be heel. something. That's she's the best awesome heel. from there, right? Something's happening, and it's weird because Pillman does mention specifically that Bret and Owen are getting back together. He's Owen's seen the light, and Bret's seen the light, and they're going to be together again obviously they're feuding now because brett's a face owen's a heel uh, whatever it is whatever family drama's going on but i am intrigued here but we i mean brett hart can come back as heel we don't know he that could. we he don't could. know that it just yet. seems like he wouldn't but either way the winner of this match will face owen hart correct can i also mention brian pillman seems chill yeah, he's very chill here. He doesn't seem I, I, loose cannon at all. It does seem like... Compared to the last... Right. The things he said. Vince I don't know if Vince to told him, if the network was like, Vince, yeah. what the hell are you doing here? It does seem that way. He didn't He didn't make any too hilarious comments. He was good still. It but was that anti-Semitic thing he said. Probably, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'll but, tell you what. Brian Pillman equals ass in seats. Yes. 100%. And not only does he have news to break... JR mentions here that yeah. he has big news to break. Yeah. And and then King By the way, who's on commentary for this Raw? Uh it's it's King, JR, and I believe Kevin Kelly is the guy. Is that his uh, name? Yes, I Kevin so. Kelly? Yes. Can I mention about him? I don't know what your thoughts are. I don't really mind him. He's way better than Vince. I don't mind him. Mm-hmm. He seems like shoots it straight right, right down the middle. He doesn't yell. Knows wrestling moves, right. He doesn't just yell things randomly all the time like Vince does. Oh, they're gonna hit him! No, but it's always like like the thing like Vince talks fast, but it's always the same shit. Like, well, anything can happen here in the World Wrestling Federation. Yes, like you know, it's like it's that, like, but it's just like and, and, filler time. And, and, and he pins, like a guy goes for it. Oh, one, two, he got him. Oh no, he didn't. Yeah. Like every time somebody pins and kicks. He's out. like, well, King, you would be the one that's like, oh, and he get him for another roll. Like it's like, finish, <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't like Vince on commentary. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but, but I, I, Kevin I Kelly was fine. Guy. We'll um, see how it goes, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah, well, he actually knows moves, though. Yeah. Sometimes he'll throw, like, a guy that's good you know on commentary, but he doesn't know wrestling. Right. You know what's intriguing is, like, he says it every time they go for a pin. Lateral press. Lateral press. Like, the pin is a move called a lateral press, which makes sense because you're laying on him laterally and pressing on him. That's yeah. the pin. But I thought that was an interesting way to say a pin. Interesting. Yeah. Lateral, lateral yeah, press. You're, you'll notice it now if you see him again. Okay. Now that I broke the glass for you there. But. Yeah. So um, Jr.'s news is not uh, King accuses Jr. Of, of of thinking thinking Jr. has the same news as Brian Pillman, but it's yeah. actually different news. Does he break it this match? Or he does doesn't. It? We'll get to yeah. it. I, but I he have does it tease that he has it here. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's saying that you know he also has news, and it's weird. Like Jr. has the news, but nobody else does. So maybe yeah. points for Jr. because he sucked on commentary the last time we heard. Yeah, him. they're trying to maybe push him ahead here. I yeah, the guy with the gossip maybe. Um, so Mark Merrow starts off in this match, um, and he goes for a sunset flip roll-up, which is super cool. It was cool enough that I had to type in the notes. <laughs> um, but Mark Merrow's just kicking Stone Cold's ass. Can we talk about that? Um, I, I don't. Stone Cold has, let's yeah. talk about this, has zero offense. For, for a little bit. Mm, for a lot he of gets it. it. He gets it, though. For a lot. All right. For a lot of it. <laughs> 
Um, and then Brian Pillman also says that he also is going to have Brett the Hitman Hart at In Your House Mind Games. I don't know if you mentioned no, that. No, I did but not, he did. but he is. He, so, so like Brett this Hart is groundbreaking is guar- news. Guaranteed to be In Your House Mind Games. I don't know what I mentioned, but I remember mentioning Bret Hart was going to come back at, I think, for the tournament. Yeah, you thought, you so thought little, he would be... a little be, premature yeah, on my yeah. end. Yeah, so, you yeah, you, you jumped the shark there, but I think it's going to be... I mean, according to Brian Pillman, he'll be back at In Your House. Yeah. I don't know what his capacity is going to be, if he's going to be wrestling, if he's going to be just interviewing. I don't know. I'm just geeked to see him, in all honesty, because... Yeah. Um, we only saw you know, him on the I was a big wrestling. 98 guy, so I wasn't getting much of... Brett right. the Hitman, I right. always had to like, by look back at uh, some of his matches. Um, but it's also said, uh, JR states that Triple H and Mr. Perfect are fighting backstage. Wow. We don't get we, to they see never any show of it, it though. How but can we believe fighting. that? How can we believe that? Well, it's coming from JR. Oh, okay. He's Why a would he lie to us? No, He's he got would. a good barbecue sauce. He's a apparently. good old boy. Um, yeah, so Mark Merrill just keeps kicking Stone Cold's ass, and then Mark Merrill gets thrown out of the ring. And this is so. How the, can he get thrown out of the ring if he's kicking Stone Cold? Well, there's called a, some type of momentum or reversal, oh, okay. or he's a wild man. He throws himself <laughs> out. I should have just said that. Mark Merrill is just so crazy. He throws himself <laughs> out of the ring. Stone Cold is stunned. <laughs> Ironic. <Whoa>. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as Mark Merrill gets back into the ring, he dunks under the rope, and Stone Cold throws the ref into Mark Merrill. And the ref is saying, ring the bell. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell happened This here? is stupid. Did Mark Merrow just get disqualified? This is stupid. It is stupid. It's I just agree. like when, was it um, Jake the Snake and Vader in the King of the Ring? It's the same thing they did that was stupid then. Yes. I agree. I'm not a, first of all, I thought this match sucked. Right. We had, we had a lot, lot going. Yeah, we this. had a lot of hype going in. But also two good wrestlers, right? We can't. We yeah, can't they've had good matches they up until now. It's like the fourth time. But we've Mark seen. Merrill was all offense on this, and then or Stone Cold's just like you know, fuck it. I'm just gonna throw the ref right into you and just get DQ'd. Yeah, and he didn't even Stone care Cold about gets it. DQ'd, guys. Stone Cold Does gets Stone DQ'd. Cold not care about getting an IC title. So after that, you know, the ref rings the bell and says, due to disqualification, which is so like you got to be on your point. This is a tournament for the belt. Right. And you're just going to DQ somebody over it's, something? It's, like, you're uh, whoever's hurt. writing that, I don't like. But I thought about it for a bit watching the match. And and I was like, how the hell can Mark Miro beat Stone Cold? He just lost him like four times before this. Then he beat Stone Cold okay. in this fashion. If, if, he, if he wins in this fashion, let Stone Cold get some offense. Right. Mark Miro beat the shit out of him the whole entire match. But I do think I know why Mark Miro okay. gets this. So. Guys, I, I teased last episode that I had a gift for Robert. Oh, the gift, yes. And so I um, I think the gift is going to explain a lot about how Mike, Mark Miro was able to pull this off. Take this, open it, please, I can and explain to the listeners. It's heavier it than I thought. Yeah, you know, it, it is a good piece of... I uh, literally, at this point, I literally have no idea what it is. No, I don't think you do, uh, but... I think this is going to change your life, and I think you're going to be more wild man. Now that I'm feeling it, I really have no idea. It's, it, it's, it's even more confusing because you have no idea that this exists. Okay, I'm feeling it. It's clearly a book. It's a book, guys. I'm just going to open it right now. I'm excited. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> read the title. Read the How title. to be the happiest person on the planet, written by Mark Merrill. He has a self-help book. Read, read the bottom of the of the. Dream big, laugh often, think pause. Think pause, dude. Is this going to change pause? your life? You've been down lately, Rob. You've been down. I want to get you back up. I want you to start thinking pause. And you're gonna, with the help of the wild man here. I don't know if there's any roll-up tips in that book, but I got to imagine there's a there's a chapter on it. I haven't leafed through it, but there were some good reviews on the back. So it's like size fourteen, <laughs> double spaced, and there's like not six, even there's not even ninety pages. That's all you need, though. I'll read it by the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, it's quality over quantity here, guys. 
So, Mark Miro. So chapters, I, can I go through the chapters real yeah, quick please, and just please go do. through the names? Let me just tell you, I found this. How so, did you find this? So last how did week, I not know about this? So last week, um, <laughs> since Klaus, you know, Klaus was on that date with that chick from, the, from Don Quixote. And I had to look up something myself. And I mentioned Mark Miro lives in Orlando. And I like was just leafing, leafing through some info about him. And it mentioned that this book exists. I'm like, what the hell? So I just Googled the book. And it is very available on Amazon for like $15 in new condition. You can't beat it, guys. I recommend. Well, I guess I'll see how it changes Robert, but but I would say it's going to really, uh, really help him. Chapter one. Think pause. <laughs> that's my that's what I'm most excited. Chapter for. two. Dream big. Let me see. Are all the chapters just the three things he said? Yeah. Chapter three, live in the moment. Ooh, I like all that right. one. I like that. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. It's all like some stuff with him and Johnny be bad. Some family stuff, him getting married. Chapter four, make someone's day. All right. They're not a table of contents? No. I, I oh, wow. Trust me. See, yeah. that's, that's yeah. getting in the way of happiness. Yeah. He could have had 90 pages had he just <laughs> add one page. All right, chapter five, surround yourself with pause people. Is that an acronym, pause? No, I think it's like No, I get it, but it's capitalized, which seems a little off. Maybe it is. You'll have to redefine that. So it might be an acronym. Um, Chapter six, just let it go. You know, you gave him stitches. Let it go. You'll get a receipt later. (laughs) Uh, Chapter seven, do the right thing. Wow. Uh, Chapter eight, get back up. And... Potentially chapter nine. I hope chapter one. nine. Believe the best is yet to come. Ooh, that's a good end. Chat. Is there an it. epilogue? There's no epilogue. No. No, there's not. It's yet to be written. You um, can and the it. back of the book isn't even anything. It's just a bunch of quotes. No, it's um, people critiquing how good the book is, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that's yeah. why it's sold. I thought I saw Gandhi. I don't know. Gandhi read the book. Gandhi read he the get, book. He Gandhi read review. the book. Gandhi gave a review. You're, you're not yeah. you're not messing with me right now. No, and um, what the, guy, the guy say? from Counting Crows. The guy from <laughs> <laughs> He said after reading this, it's been a short December. <laughs> hey, me and Mr. Jones read this book. Together. Such pause people. <laughs> me and Mr. Jones. So pause. So um I hope by next week Robert has read the book and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a review positive podcast. Or I stops, might just change to I'll read it. We'll do audio book. <laughs> How much was this? I have to ask. Uh, fifteen seventy nine. Seems like a lot though, right? Not for how hilarious it was to me to buy. Dude, it. I, I agree. <laughs> I appreciate it. Like he I'm, looks good. Yeah, no, he's he got looks, his yeah. shirt and a blazer, he's, no mustache. Yeah, he looks, I mean, he looks still, positive. Yeah, he's super positive. He super positive. We're gonna have to start saying. We should just change to the pause podcast. This is the podcast. This, the book changed us so much. We're like, hey, guys, sorry about that terrible podcast. I swore a lot, and we used to drink. Yes, and now it's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so he does win, and he earned it because he thank, he thunked pause. He got yeah. back up. You know, he he really uh, just mentally outfought Stone Cold. Yeah. There. All right. Either way, Stone Cold gets pissed after this. He says, fuck it. I'm going to do a stunner. And then they start brawling. A ton of refs get in the ring, and they separate everybody. Um, so a weird ending. I didn't really like this match because maybe we both had too much feelings and we had too much invested in this match, but I just thought they could have done better, right? Yeah, I, I thought it was just really – like the whole time – the whole ending was dumb. Um, I really did not – I really I didn't like it when they did it with Vader and Jake the Snake. It was stupid, and it's stupid here too. Um, I get, I get like what they're going for. I just don't. It's sure. just dumb. Like I said, I mean, at least Stone Cold could have got some offense if he's going to get DQ. Right, you know, right. Like it could have been any match. You know, any. I know you said he got some offense. He did not. He got some. I'm here to tell you. He, he wasn't thinking pause though. He's he thinking did. nag, dude, for sure. For sure, he's thinking nag. Nag's an acronym yeah. too. Nag. <laughs> um. So Mark Merrill is now going to face Owen Hart for the um. For in the semifinals. Yes, mm-hmm. semifinals for the Intercontinental Championship. So, can I also just back it up a little bit? We bet on this, and I thought Mark Merrill versus Stone Cold. I didn't have a snowball's chance in hell. Yeah, I know. I I think Mark really Merrill upset. might be able to beat Owen Hart. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he'll beat <laughs> I Farouk. No, I, I, I think Owen Hart's going to win. Oh, man, I really don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> well, Psycho I was really counting well, on it on. being Let's, Stone Cold. Okay, first. hold on. Now I'm going to think about this. So, 
We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later because yeah. we still have another match to go. I mean, it's... It's not in the Farouk tournament. Farouk and Savio Vega. That's nice. That's nice. That's yeah, nice. but we kind of know it's going to be Farouk. Yeah, right? well, of course. But then there's also... Um, and there's one more. There's... Um, what's the other one? It's, oh, no. We, Triple H. Oh, yeah, that happened. Right. So that's... Yeah, yeah. A, yeah, yeah. We, we know Farouk's going to win, right. Yeah. We do know that. Yeah, maybe Sid gets his title and then goes maybe heel turn or something. I don't know. Uh, next match we have... Um, well, we actually just have a segment, and it's Mark Henry versus The King. Um, yeah, as we as you remember when uh, the king was pouring raw alcohol down Jake the Snake's throat, Mark Henry stopped him because he was on commentary and correct. he felt that was a little excessive. This was during SummerSlam, right? That was during SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, and the king and Mark Henry had some stuff going back even, even a few weeks or months before that. And so king calls Mark Henry out and is basically just talking a bunch of crap, man. As king will do. Yeah, I didn't have much notes for this because it was kind of just King being King, and he was kind of corny in this whole yeah. segment. Basically, what happens is he he challenges um, Mark Henry to a wrestling match. Knowing Mark Henry isn't like really trained, he's just and coming he off the. He also says that yeah, Mark Henry goes, you know, I trained for the Olympics, blah blah blah, and I'm an athlete, so I know when my time is ready. You know, he yeah. says I'm very young in the wrestling game. And um, I'm not going to wrestle you just yet. I'm right. going to wait till. But, you know, but I will. Okay. I will say right before, like it, he, it's clear that King's going to uh, challenge him to a wrestling match. He kind of just says, "Let's like go at it." And Mark Henry like is ready to fight, and he goes, "And this is probably my line of the night, although it's not like hilarious. I just like it the way it sounded when Mark Henry said it." He goes. Well, if you want to go, there ain't nothing but air and opportunity. Let's do it. And he, like, drops the mic and pulls his fist up. And I'm going to start saying that in, in real life. Air so. and opportunity. Air and opportunity. Well, he also said, you know, you know, you should have got a gold medal, gold medal in the Olympics for being a coward. Yeah. And that's yeah, what really pushed him over yeah, the that, edge. No, and that's where I'm just like, I'm done with this segment. And Mark Henry accepts, and they're going to actually have You know, King could match. have, he has good lines once in a while. Yes. Just He doesn't need to just, like... I don't know. I could have said something. It's like better. he throws 10 shots and one of them lands. Like just right. Like it's one quantity over quality just, right yes. now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so this segment's yeah. just played out way too much long. Uh, Mark Henry accepts a match with them, right? Right. And they're going to have a match. Yeah. So, I mean, do you really need to train to first <laughs> yeah, when Jerry the King? You're, the, you're strong. It's one of the I strongest know. men in the world. He could literally just destroy him immediately. Yeah. Uh, next match, we have Mankind. And this is the first time we're seeing him with, I mean, with Paul Bear as his manager. Yeah. It's kind of weird to see. Um, and he's versing a jobber by the man, by the, the name Alex of the Pug Porto. A.K.A. the Pug, yeah. Yes. Alex the Pug. What a weird name to have. Um, I'm hoping you look this guy up. I, I think I did, and I couldn't really find. I briefly much. did, and I pretty sure he's not dead. I was hoping dead, you were like, I have a good segment. About that's him all I remember. No, something. all I remember is he's still alive. He's not. Well, dead. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Good. We want these guys to be alive. Maybe yeah. they can be on the co- podcast. Yeah. yeah what a weird the pug. Yeah, I don't. It's like get the that. worst dog. Uh, it's the worst dog. Absolutely. No. Yeah. But like. <laughs> Without hesitation, no, right. it's a hundred percent. Yeah, like I looked this up. I mean, in times, terms of functionality or anything, it's the worst dog. Yes. Like maybe you're into pugs, tail cool, but bent, yeah, respiratory, Terrible. can't breathe, smell bad, smell bad, direly, can't breathe, yeah. direly, yeah. size small. Yeah, like it's yeah, dandruff, terrible. Dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> eyesight, garbage. bark, yeah, yeah. yeah. eyesight. They're all every one of them's got like a lazy eye. Or, <laughs> God. But we still respect people who have pugs, so listen yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, no, pugs guys. are cool. Yeah. There was a, uh, when I grew up um, in Illinois, um, I used to walk to school, and I would take an alley, and there was a pug um, right down the road from me. His name was Tiki, which Good I thought was kind of cool. Like that. Yeah, so anytime. Better than we... Alex Porto. <laughs> <laughs> I call them Tiki. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his name was Alex um, but he would run along the gate in circles. He couldn't run straight. The dog literally ran counterclockwise make, oh wow, that's pretty cool. to make to go forward. Only he counter, was, the dog only was counterclockwise, broken. or would he run clockwise? No, 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 no he no, would always. not run clockwise because we always talk about him running counterclockwise. Mm, maybe if you went back in time. I don't know. And then here's his podcast. Yeah. So, huh? oh, shout out to Tiki, probably R.I.P. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I wanted a pug after seeing that dog. I thought it was pretty cool. But then I got older and I realized uh, what a liability they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, mankind versus uh, the pug. And now King is announcing Razor Ramon. Well, and big JR. Did I say King? Yeah. Sorry. I wrote that. This is JR's King. breaking yeah. news, by yeah. the way, guys. That. JR's gossip hour, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Razor Ramon and Big Daddy Cool Diesel are coming. Coming back. After WWF, just leaving? yeah. That seems crazy. So Triple H got a showing, right? Oh, maybe. He was in the maybe tournament. This maybe this is all, all kind of coming back. And JR also mentions, I don't know if you caught this because it was very brief, because this is during the 1996 Olympics. Right. Kurt Angle. Olympic gold medalist was in Connecticut at the WWE headquarters. I did not catch that. Very just slipped it in. Wow. Just slipped the one thing that was the old Shawn Michaels and just slipped it in. Just a sexy boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mandible claw for the win, right? We're already at forty-five minutes on this episode. Of course, yeah. Um, So in Toronto. They did some, I guess you could say philanthropy work like they did in Cleveland last time, but it wasn't really. They just did like, I don't know, a big like party. Yeah, and they had a big, they they had a big wrestling they show. They hung yeah. out with fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were showing some footage of this. And there was like people in the audience. And I know we talked about the Dr. Seuss hat. Yeah. Right? And like, oh, yeah. what a weird thing for the 90s. You want to know what I saw several times in the stands that I thought, what the fuck? What's that? Rubber chicken. Oh, yeah. What's the deal with the rubber rubber chicken, chicken, dude? Man, that was the cat in the hat head of rubber thing. (laughs) Yeah. Why why was that a thing back then? I have no idea. Like, everyone had a rubber chicken like it was like a gag gift. But where did that come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? Cotton Eye Joe. You know what I mean? Maybe it was from Cotton Eye Joe. I'll have Klaus look it up. He's back from his date. But the rubber chicken was just like... Who was sitting there like, babe, there's a store down the road. You won't believe what they sell there. Dude, we're going to this wrestling show. We should bring a rubber chicken. We should bring the rubber chicken. <laughs> what? Like, no one brought that in, like, hilarious. Like, B-Y-O-R-C. You know what I mean? Like, why was there ever a rubber chicken for the nut? I don't, I don't understand. So, that. okay, this is awful. But let me let, let me just say what Klaus just told me, guys. So it, it's just the origins of the rubber chicken. There's just some there's some things with chicken corpses and stuff that comedians used to use, which is probably the true part of it, or pig bladders that look like those rubber chicken. But this is the weirdest one. And shout out to the Swedes for being racist here. But here we go. One account attributes the first use of a prop chicken to John Holmberg, the Swedish blackface, blackface clown of the early 1900s. Holmberg would perform with his pockets full of fake food to mock the gluttony reportedly prevalent among the upper classes at the time. A claim that the symbol originated during the French Revolution, with soldiers hanging a chicken from their muskets for luck, is printed on the tag of rubber chickens manufactured by Archie McPhee. So one of those two are likely. All I heard was blackface. Yeah. There was, there was, a, Swedish, <laughs> there was a Swedish blackface clown. Like, that's what he was known for. Jesus Christ. Well, um, I'm glad we looked that up. I, I, I'm still confused. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I don't know why it was popular. They're just a bunch of racist people in the 90s. Get out of here with that. Yeah. And then they're trying to put it on a Swedes. You put it on the sweets, yeah. Yeah. Holmberg, dude. Your boy. Yeah. The Black Fleet <laughs> We got 1% of people listening in Sweden. By the way, Tom and I are Swedish. Yes. Yes. I actually didn't know I was Swedish until I took a um, DNA test. Turns out turn I'm 100% that, that bitch yeah. and 51% Swedish. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, good for you, man. Finally, yeah. finally, you can be Swedish, and I can be Swedish, and yeah. we'll be Swedish together. Big Swedes. Yes. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Shout out to Amanda for getting us uh, a yes. little bit of a rosé. Speaking of um, just that area, I've been really into like Eastern European wine. That's not where near Sweden. No, I know, but just, I guess that area, it's not the U.S., uh, like old world that's not you uh, know Italy or France. Really. Well, it's pretty close to Italy. Um, Croatia's Eastern European. I'm also Croatian, guys. 
Yeah. People may have heard that before. Robert's not. He's like, I don't know, white. This is very, this is Austrian, which is really good. Hungarian wine, too. Austro-Hungarian Empire wine. Wow. Yeah. Well, those were the enemies. So. <laughs> Guys, Psycho Sid, Psycho Sid uh, does a tug of war against an elephant, and he really Yeah, so loses. back to this. Yeah, so we're back in Toronto, and I'm glad you mentioned it. We won't spend too much time, but there's a spot, yeah, and sorry to cut you off and it's try to tell your story. It's actually the Special Olympics. Is that what it is? Yeah, so he tries to tug of war an elephant. And the elephant just pulls him away easily. But then all of the Special Olympics people like band together to help him, and they beat the elephant. This is not going to be politically correct, but I know why. Retard strength. I didn't want to say it, but I'm saying it right now. Uh, Maybe I I didn't ask. (laughs) So do you remember when I broke my debit card? Yes. Which is a while ago, right? Uh, so I stopped, your birthday. At, I stopped at the bank and I'm like, you know, I broke my debit card, you know, and she's a little older, probably mid fifties. And, you know, she's talking to me. We're goofing around. She's maybe flirting a little bit, you know, I'm playing it, whatever. And she goes, oh, I'm supposed to check this box. She said, oh, I'm so retarded today. And I'm like, eh. like big, only one in there is quiet. I'm like, oh, big turn you off, know. huh? Or Just, was it a turn on? Just no big turn off. Just Good. you know, doesn't need to be said. Right. You could say retard strength. I think because I'm. It's a know. positive thing. No, but she said, <laughs> "Dude, I don't, we had a short conversation." She said "retard" like four times. I'm just like, oh, you know, kind of weird to see a bank teller. You know, maybe. And it wasn't even necessary. You know, how else do I describe the strength from these guys? It's a slang term, I get right, it. Right. But yeah, she said, I'll just say it, the R word like four times. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would switch I banks. I would switch banks. Do yeah. you trust them with your money now? No. Put it all in Betsy coin. I don't trust the that. Jews put with it. my money. Now that's anti Semitism. Well, I will edit that out. That, put that, it all yeah, in we'll Betsy coin. Put, put it, it all in Betsy Yes, coin. I'll put it in Betsy coin. Make Shane O'Mac even more of a millionaire. Yeah, finally. He's the future. Yeah. So they beat this elephant in a tug of war. It was all weird. It was weird. We're all over the place. Where's what's the championship match here? We got Can the championship I, match. There's here. another promo which what? I hate. Bob Balick? Backlund? Bob, Bob Backlund. I'm Tom Balick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob Backlund, dude. Bob Backlund. Oh my okay. god. He's okay, I don't get okay. No one listening is probably gonna know who he is. Right? Maybe though. I mean the hardcore fans, which probably if you're a real hardcore fan, you turned this off a while ago. You're like, we'll catch him like, on this special. Well, when only moves the sharpshooter, like these guys are idiots. Yeah. So and he comes out guy. and like he did he did do commentary at one point a few episodes ago. And like I like he's his thing is that he's campaigning for public office, but he's right. kinda dumb and he says words wrong and he talks like this. And it's yes. um, it's weird. He comes out, so he comes out. And he's like, "I'm gonna introduce the next WWF champion, and I'm gonna bring out the guy who has the most, uh, who's gonna help him win the championship." I have a lot of abomination for this man, and he says abomination like it's supposed to be admiration. He says, "And he goes, look it you up. can look it up." Yes. <laughs> Like, no one knows what that word is. He goes, Mombination, look it up. No, but I mean, like, but no one asks, it's like, funny, they didn't say, man. like, what? what? No, they, they that wasn't there yet, but it was right. just like, Mombination, look it up. Like, we all know what that is. Yeah, but he, he means it to be admiration. Well, he also said WWF, and then Jim Ross goes, Well, that's a lot of W's. It used to be that, though. I. I, I Let's wrap this up. <laughs> I, I'm done with this guy. Either but way. But he brings out the Iron Sheik, and it's weird because yes. they have past history that wasn't so great together, and yes. nobody understands. So Iron Sheik comes out, and he's saying that Iron Sheik is going to be the trainer for this new wrestler that they're having. Um, and Iron Sheik comes out, and God, I wish I could play it, but I wouldn't put you through the torture. God knows what this guy's saying. Uh, he's going on and on uh, for so long, yeah. they literally just cut to a commercial. Yeah, and it's the end of the segment. But he's like, 
Yes. Very terrible segment. And then, did you... I don't know. I kind of want to talk about this commercial. God, we're at an hour right yeah. Jesus. Um, there's a new fall commercial. And they're talking about the fall for the WWE because I think it moves to USA and they introduce WWE superstars. WWF. WWF yeah. superstars, right? Yeah. So there's a video of a guy skydiving. Mm. And he's watching... Oh, yeah, he's watching it. on his phone? Yeah, and then he dies. No one had phones back then. Uh, he has a mobile television. Or mobile television that is With the exact antenna. same you size an as an iPhone? You have an antenna. Did there was we, no antenna. Did we go back and did we create iPhones? There was no antenna. Did we create iPhones by accident? There was no antenna. And let me listen. It says, new fall. And it literally shows a guy falling. That looks very similar to one heart. Did we invent iPhones? Did we invent a conspiracy? I think we might have. <laughs> Goldust for Shawn Michaels is the main event. Let's not spend too much time on this because we'll die. It was a decent deeper. match, though. But um, I think they did well. This is for the title, yeah, right? Yeah, it's for the title. I mean, we know Shawn's not dropping this fucking thing. Obviously. Yeah, but Goldust won the um, Battle Royal. And he deserves to be in this spot. Which is kind of weird because they already plugged that he's going to face Mankind in your house. Yeah. It's already mentioned. Right. So why would he first Mankind as a main event if he's not going to have the title? Well, I think it would be more of a... Mankind is under Goldust, technically. Well, I think that would be intriguing if Goldust wins and then they have to face each other for the championship. Not going to happen. No, it's not. But But Mankind is like... You know, the apprentice. He's the Anakin, and uh, Goldust is Darth Sidious. You know what I mean? No, oh, I thought you were going to say Obi-Wan. No. Because I was going to say Obi-Wan's way cooler than Goldust, but I do like Goldust. No, Goldust is way cooler than Obi-Wan. No, Obi-Wan's the best, dude. Okay. Let's talk Revenge of the Sith. Okay. He would have died versus General Grievous. He beat General Grievous. No, because General Grievous had a million... He jumps down and goes, oh, hello there. When there's a million droids surrounding him. And why did he and kill General Grievous? General Grievous is like, lead me to this Jedi slime, right? I think he says, maybe not the exact quote. Right. He could have just killed them there. But he didn't. But he didn't. But what a stupid move coming in. Yeah, terrible. And then leaves Anakin to die with... Three of his limbs missing and catch on fire. Just put him out of his misery. That's not the Jedi way, dude. You're just going to let him burn to death? Yeah, the worst way to die? Yeah, no. Maybe he knew he wasn't going to die. He's his brother, Anakin. He had the high ground, dude. He had the high ground. You underestimate his powers. (laughs) He comes back and kills him. How ironic Yeah, because he lets him. Because he lets him. (sighs) We'll recap Star Wars. (laughs) Yeah, we'll wait till our... uh, our turnbuckle Obi-Wan, time machine. I'm not machine. saying Obi-Wan's shitty, but I'm just saying that spot in Revenge of the Sith. Like, how okay. stupid can you be? You worked out for him, dude. Because he's lucky, General You want to get into really how stupid Obi-Wan was? Then we need to do a whole different podcast about the Clone Wars. Because I've been watching the Clone Wars. Oh, man. That's all I do, guys. I watch Clone Wars in 1996 wrestling. You're <laughs> talking, is good. Um, you're talking about the animated The series. animated series. So good. It's so good. So good. There was one night... Where Amanda had a bunch of girlfriends that, you know, went to um, Indiana University. And they came up and, like, they were partying, right? And to me, awesome night, right? Bunch of girls at the house partying. Mm -hmm. I literally just sat there, like, on the main couch while they, like, drank and did shots. And I just watched Clone Wars all the way through. It's really good, It's It's really good. It's so great. I thought it was going to be You need, like, if you're, say you're a Star Wars fan. I don't consider myself, like, because... Star Wars fans are so crazy that yeah, I no. can't really consider myself. We a don't fan. even like Star Wars, but it's yeah. really good. I mean, I read like I read the comics, some of the comics. Big Darth Maul mm. guy, but I still don't consider myself like because the yeah, fans yeah, are yeah. crazy, crazy. I get, I get. So I don't consider. But you need that animated series to like. It brings it everything. all together, yes. dude. It really does, and it's good. Like, Short episodes. Can, can one of you guys request we do like a Clone Wars recap? I would be down for that as well. I'm going to make a burner account and request that. Burner <laughs> <laughs> All right, so gold dust for Shawn Michaels, and this is for the WWF title. And um, we 
as this match, I don't know if the match starts yet, but we pan to Undertaker, a small video clip with him calling out Goldust for In Your House Mind Games pay-per-view. So, obviously, he's not going to win this title, right? Right. They're already pumping right, up right, right. Undertaker and that Goldust That is true. There's, no, there's literally no shot. Um, so, Shawn Michaels comes out, and it's Goldust. And you know what I thought? And I did... I was a little under the influence of marijuana when I watched this. But imagine you're flipping through the channels, right? You land on this paper, or this uh, main event. There's gold dust that comes out. Rubbing his nipples, does his entrance. Mm -hmm. And then you have Shawn Michaels. And I almost want you to rewatch this. This is the gayest we've seen Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He doesn't even do the flex. The pyro just goes off. He's shimmying. He's rubbing his nipples. I'm like, this is the gayest match in WWF history. Wow, good. Finally. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for that. Why do you think we um, started? So he throws gold. The music's still playing. Throws gold dust out of the ring two times. And now JR plugs the Playgirl magazine that Shawn Michaels is in. Finally, it came out. Again, we talked about this. This is the gayest match I've ever seen in my life. Um, and Shawn is just all over the place. Like, he doesn't do his. His stance for his pyro, he just seems like he's, like, coked up. Let's be honest. He's pilled up, probably. I think um, that was his thing. Yeah, so it was kind of weird because, like, the wrestling that we see from Sean isn't really his, like, style. I mean, it is, but, like, he's doing new shit. So there's a spot where he's in the turnbuckle, and you know when they usually count to ten when he's punching someone in the face? Sean's punching gold dust. He gets to seven and literally kicks off of his chest and just does a backflip. Yeah, he must have been like messed up like that. He's just yeah. going crazy yeah. here. Yeah. Um, and then Goldust throws him out of the ring um, and he's walking by Marlena. Marlena blows smoke in his face and he's acting like it's basically poison, I guess. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, it causes cancer. It kills millions of people every year, so I wouldn't want it blown in my face either. Okay, well, after this, we we pan to another video, and this is actually Mankind this time, and I think you actually have the notes for... Yeah, actually, I think think this might have been one of my uh, lines of the night, but I did really like that, like, you got none but air and opportunity, but he says, Oh, sexy boy, oh, sexy boy, I have a surprise for you, and... I, I really have no idea why he says that, to be honest. I look, so I looked at my notes for this. I'm like, am, am I am I going to... Is this about me giving Robert that presence? <laughs> it about? sounds right. Yeah. Oh, sexy boy. Oh, sexy boy. Please be pause. <laughs> be pause. Stay pause. Be pause. But it's, and have a nice day! <laughs> I'm here for mankind, though. I, I, I really hope he wins. I know he doesn't, but I hope he yeah, wins. Yeah, um... I, I don't know. So Sean goes off the top rope, and we think he's going to do his elbow drop. He ends up doing a reverse cross or a, a crossbody into a pin, and then Goldust reverse it, and it's a one, two, and it's a very close three on this. Uh, Sean ends up getting some momentum, does his famous elbow drop, uh, goes for a sweet chin music here, but Marlena interacts and distracts him. Not really. She just goes like on like what they would consider the hardest part of the ring. And Sean's like just distracted. Because he's Um, a woman and he's... Yeah, so he hits... This is a botched ending. I don't know if you caught this, but Sean like hits Goldust, goes to the top of the ring, and then Goldust comes over and Sean's not even at the top yet, so he acts like he like trips. Sean... Sean, sorry, Sean. Sean ends up doing a moonsault. Yeah, just like he did with Vader, though. Yeah, but he lands in a sixty-nine pin here. Right, super sixty-nine. Again, gayest, gayest match I've match ever seen. Hundred percent. Um, and this ends up getting for the win. Now, is he trying to make that a move? He does. You think? I don't know, but it was so botched at the end. It was just like I didn't. This this raw had so much. But yet it was just, it was kind of a letdown. Had a lot and it fell short, I think. Sure. And now Mankind is coming in from the crowd. Yeah. And yeah, I think he comes in down the ring, right? Or into the ring. He's in the crowd. He comes down to the ring. And as soon as he's in the ring, Sean kind of just scoots out. And that kind of pans out to the end of the episode. Right, right. 
So who knows what mankind? Is yeah, doing. TBD, TBD. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I am pumped for that match. I think it's going to be good. Uh, I, I'm pumped yeah, for the match. Yeah. I'm pumped for the in your house. I just don't know. I don't really like how we're getting to it. You know what I mean? This whole like it seems like we. I mean, we get in this r- rhythm. Of they're kind of just steps. like pushing things too early. Like they already said, like mankind's going to be facing HBK. I'm like, so what the fuck does the gold dust match mean? Right. It doesn't. And, and mean also, anything. yeah, why are they pumping that now before the gold dust match? But we obviously because they want to promote that and they want to make money on the paper. I'm more for this intercontinental. Right. I want this. Tur- I mean, the championship will probably be at in your house. And yeah. that'll be cool. And then, um, well, you know, so that's, that's, I'm into that. But as like, long as, as like the ending is isn't like Stone Cold's, like, like I didn't, like that should have been the match of the night. Right. Yeah. Well, it can't be like, I mean, if, I mean, what happens if it's a tournament? Okay. Cause you, so you can't lose the title on a DQ. What if it's a tournament and neither person has it and it's a DQ? Do you still win the title? I don't know. That's weird. I'd actually be into that just to see what happens. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, excited for what we have coming up for In Your House. Um, let down of a Raw. But it seems like it is that way. Like the first few after the pay-per-view are never quite that good. And then it kind of starts to build yes. up and gets better. I feel like it's like the Raw right before the episode. We got some like right. filler episodes to get mm-hmm. through. But, um, you know, we, we keep it uh, keep you guessing. I mean, the surprise definitely helped me tune in today. Right. Think about next episode. How much more pause Robert's going to be. I'm going to be so paused, guys. We're going to start calling them Posburg. There might not even be a second episode because we might go straight to the podcast. Yeah, we'll might do. Well, yeah, what platforms uh, will broadcast our podcast? Just Anchor. Oh, okay, good. And maybe Breaker? Breaker. Breaker. Y'all motherfuckers heard of Breaker. Um, I think that's it. All uh, right, we're already over an hour. We can probably wrap this up, guys. That is um, season four, episode 34. We got a couple Raws left until it's in your house mind games. Um, the tournament is still going on. Uh, I'm still kind of so. Wait, at least I are you still, still going, Mark Miro here? Yeah. Why no. would I not? I, I mean, you have to. I guess. I mean, I, let's be honest. My guy's it's not going my to be. A piece but I'm riding. I'm riding. <laughs> Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, he's never going to get a push in his life. <laughs> Hall of Famer, my ass. Um, he's never going to write a self help book. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, I stuck with him from the beginning. And I'm surprised he won against Stone Cold. So I'm riding all in on Mark Merrill. Who's your next guest? I'll give you another one. I mean, so, it go, doesn't count so going in, I said Farouk, who's, who, I, who's I thought was the easy pick, and he's going to win. And, but I didn't want to go with him. I wanted to go with something more exciting, and that's why I picked Stone Cold. And I, I still don't want to pick Farouk, but, I mean, I got to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure, yeah. I mean, but we also, like... We also picked. Who did we pick for the um, battle royal? Goldust won. Yeah, I, I think I picked Stone Cold. And I picked Sid. <laughs> it's and they were the first two. Then, yeah. Uh, I mean, it meant it meant nothing. Now that you've right. seen this match, right, it, it literally meant nothing. We were hyped for it for nothing. Um, yeah, uh, we don't have uh, much to plug. No. Every every ad that comes in, they want to pay us baby dollars. Right, we're we're just plugging like our fans, request requesting yeah. episodes, and we'll do them. Yeah, this is all all for the fans. We do it for you guys. So um, yeah, we're over an hour, so we can wrap this baby up. Uh, I have notes for the next raw. If you want to just grab a couple beers and Let's go right do into it. it. Okay, guys, that is season four, episode thirty four. Stay tuned. We got a lot more content to cover. So. Uh, In the meantime, good night. And God bless.